I'm Valerie Joanne, and you're listening to the Curly Talk Podcast. No, this podcast is not about hair, but about the curly, topsy-turvy life of moi. Basically, learn self-development, spirituality, life lessons, and more from my mistakes, triumphs, and victories. It's a crazy curly world out there, so hopefully you learn a thing or two. If not, you'll at least be entertained. Don't be afraid to start over. It's a brand new opportunity to rebuild what you truly want. Unknown. Hello and welcome back to Curly Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Joanne, and today we are going to be talking about how to use a breakup to achieve your dream self, your best self, break up to your best self. That's like the tagline. I just think it sounds cool. And basically, I just wanted to start off by saying, I'm not encouraging you to break up with your partner. If you feel like that's your best decision for yourself, then do it. I don't think that we should settle with our partners, and I think that... But I will say I do have really bad relationship anxieties, so I also feel like I should break up a lot just because I have doubts and it doesn't look like how it's portrayed in movies, and I think I'll probably do a whole other episode on that because that's like a completely different subject. But more so, this is if you've already had a breakup, you've recently had a breakup, you are about to have a breakup and you want to utilize this time to make the best self out of yourself because what's the point of a breakup if we don't end and become even better than we were when we were in the relationship so this is my tips and tricks what I've done to achieve that and I'm just like really excited I have been thinking about doing this episode for such a long time and I did want to mention a trigger warning for suicide, and I think I also hear, like, pots and pans during, like, one section of this episode as well. I also did want to mention that some of my advice is to look at your 50% in a breakup, and um, I also did want to mention that, like, your 50% may only be 5% of the actual reality of the breakup or the relationship, but that 5% of the relationship is still your 50% of the reason why the breakup happened. Or things in the relationship that you didn't like happened as well. Sorry if you're Cyrus in the background. He's playing. And I also wanted to say that this isn't victim blaming, but rather taking ownership and accountability for your part within it. And you might not be able to do this rationally in the beginning, and that's okay. I just think that it's important to do after you are able to look at it rationally and even also maybe while you're emotional but it's not going to be as productive or as conscious as it should be um and so if you do do it while you're more emotional I think it's a good idea to go back to it and redo it while you are more conscious and more rational about what happened in the relationship and how it happened and then if you are or were in an abusive relationship instead of asking yourself what did I do more ask yourself questions as or like if you were in more of an abusive or toxic relationship instead of asking yourselves like what did I do that caused like the abuse or toxicity because that is not what I'm saying at all but rather why did you stay why did I allow it to happen why could I not leave why did I feel trapped um and sometimes these reasons are because you feared for your life if you feared for your life or feared that something would be taken away from you then those questions in particular are not for you and I recommend to go seek counseling and get help as well and protection services I always always have a domestic abuse hotline in my show notes because I think it's just very important to have 
And I did want to say too, if you want help in accessing your higher self, accessing your dream self, I am offering coaching, one-on-one coaching. It is a three-month program. We're going to be meeting bi-monthly, so twice a month, and you're going to have full access to me. We're going to do astrology. We're going to do Reiki. We're going to up-level your entire life. Um, Like we're going to do coaching, intuitive reading, talking to your ancestors. Basically, it's going to be a complete up-level and you are going to be a lot closer or aligned and embodied with your dream self and I'm just so excited to be offering this. I'm still offering intuitive readings as well which is a one session and I will be stopped offering those at the start of September. I I will no longer be offering intuitive guidance readings when we'll be focusing more on my coaching and Reiki and tarot. So if you are interested in working with me personally one-on-one, I also still offer tarot readings and eventually next week I will be offering Reiki sessions as well. So if you've ever been interested in working with me, I will have all the links in the show notes below. I should say this week has been crazy. The full moon, intense. I've been thinking a lot, been doing a lot of journaling and reflections on like my limiting beliefs. And it has been so nice to be going through MBA, like the entire program and releasing a lot of stuff that has been limiting me, like and limiting my potential and I'm just so excited for these next few months and to see what unfolds and manifests into my reality that I've been trying to manifest. I have been a bit discouraged, but I feel like I gained my confidence back and yeah, I'm just like living life. So (laughs) hopefully we'll see how it goes. But yeah, this week has been pretty good. I did an event recently too. I have Reiki training tomorrow, so I'm going to be level two Reiki certified. So I'm going to be officially offering those services next week. You can follow me on Instagram if if you want to get those services sooner because I won't have the links ready for this episode, but I will for the next episode and I'll be offering some Reiki sessions as well. And I am just super excited to go on that next level journey and... Yeah, I am nervous about leaving Cyrus for eight hours for the Reiki training. I'm going to be leaving him with my mom. I did leave him for eight hours when he was like two months or three months with my partner. So I was like less nervous, but I'm more nervous because it's my mom. And then I'm also going to have to be pumping. Luckily, then I had to pump every two hours, but now I only need to pump like every three, three and a half hours. So I'm not as worried about the pumping because it's a little bit less, but I still get nervous because like people are going to be hearing me pumping. I'm going to try to time it though so I can do it during like lunches and breaks but we'll see how it goes so yeah anyways that is just my rant of my life update and let's just get started with breaking up to become your best self so disclaimer breakup should not be the only thing that allows you to obtain your dream self and it is definitely not but they do help like i'm gonna be honest like they breakups like some people get fit after breakup i get mentally fit after breakup (laughs) like oh my gosh i'm on new new level next level shit post breakup like it is just such a good initiation to your highest self the the energy that breakups have is just i think they help because it's an ending and when something ends there's a natural new beginning and I think it's just the newness and the new beginning and like the starting all over that just really helps like initiate the change that you want to see in your life and also like the pain and the sorrow and not wanting to feel like that again so it's kind of like a motivational type of thing I don't know I after every one of my breakups I've got had like 
how many people have I dated? I'll say about like three and a half breakup. They have always pushed me to be a better version of myself and to create change in my life that I don't think I was doing. And I think it's just a great way to initiate change. And I think for me personally, it's because I give up so much of myself in a relationship. And MBA that I'm in, Manifestation Babe Academy, they were doing an accountability call with the peer mentors. And someone said that if you feel like you're a people pleaser, it's because you feel like your happiness comes from serving the needs of others over yourself and you end up giving parts of yourself to make everyone else happy to like achieve that and that really resonated with me because I don't think I'm much of a people pleaser in retrospect I'm not but when it comes to relationships I really do it and I know it's like because a belief or a pattern that I had when I was younger and I think also watching my mom do that as well really have this pattern of sacrificing so much of myself in a relationship where I kind of just give up on myself and that's not healthy (laughs) wake up call Valerie like come on but it is just a pattern that I have in my life that I'm still actively trying to work on because I remember when like Oscar was here like I would literally stop everything I'm doing when he got here because one I wanted to have like a clear end to the day but two I also just like wanted to spend time with him and like give him attention and make him feel like loved and wanted and I realized because like me and him were talking about it recently like I was doing it more for me like I wasn't really doing it for him but it was for me to feel like I was accomplishing a need of making him happy even if I was like sacrificing the needs of me and that's not something I want to do and like he never puts pressure on me to do that it is literally just something that I have just done always and I'm tired of it (laughs) like And luckily, he has actually pushed me to follow my dreams and follow my needs and communicate my needs so much, so much more than anyone has in my past as well. So, and giving me the opportunity to actually do it and it has just been so rewarding, I guess, in that way, but also like super scary because like change, hello. But anyways, let's get away from my relationship. So how do we do it? So how do we make our best self post-breakup? I think that the first thing that you can do, and I think this is one of the most important things you can do, is obviously have time to grieve, have time to feel the pain, experience your emotions, but also after you do that, once you have enough time to like just lay on the couch and eat popcorn and eat ice cream and watch sad movies, examine your 50% of the breakup. So why did this breakup happen? What was your 50% in it? Ever since I learned that you always have a 50% in a relationship, in a breakup, in a fight happening, it completely changed my mindset with like my relationships. Only thing is this does exclude abusive relationships. If it's an abusive relationship, your 50% is not like the same thing. I'm going to say something very controversial, but I think your part in abusive relationship is more so why did you feel the need to accept love in that way like it's more so like mental if that makes sense as in like why did you stay so long like why didn't you leave with the earlier red flags and obviously this is so relationship to relationship because in a lot of abusive relationships like you can't leave and when you do leave so many women specifically get killed and it's just hard like I have been in abusive relationships and it is fucking hard but I do think of myself personally like what what did I believe about myself that 
I allowed myself to get into an abusive relationship. And that is just, I think, the biggest question to ask. If you were in an abusive relationship and you've taken the time to heal and just really express yourself, like I highly recommend therapy. It has helped me immensely. But anyways, so if you're not in an abusive relationship, what was your 50% of why the breakup occurred? What did you contribute to it? There's always a 50-50 for each party. What was your 50%? Was it you weren't communicating your needs exactly? Were you just assuming that they would read your mind? Was it you doing something, creating change for a minute, for a little bit, and then going back on it? What was it? What what happened? And then once you figure out your 50%, this is going to be a longer journey. It's not just going to all come at once. It's going to take time to really examine what you did exactly that contributed to it. But I think it's like important to like lay the groundwork for that down then you should examine the relationship so what went well what did you like about them what did you like about the relationship what went not so well what did you not like about them what did you not like about the relationship but what did you not like about yourself when you were with them what did you love about yourself when you were with them what do you believe about relationships what do you believe about yourself that this relationship happened what do you believe that relationships should look like how did this fit into that relationship? What habits do you have that created a divide within your relationship? And then once you examine your relationship ins and outs, and again, this is going to take time. This is not like a one sit down and you got it all figured out type of shit. This is like you, you wrote down and you journaled and then you're driving home like two weeks later and you're like, oh, I fucking did that too. Like that happened too. Like, oh yeah, I like that. Like it's a lifelong journey. You're not going to be able to fully understand and encompass the entire of your relationship on your own and again that's where therapy and coaching can help but once you figured it out to the best of your knowledge in the moment that will already set you up so much to not only be better you in a relationship for next time but just to be a better you in general and that's going to initiate so much change in your life because you're aware and awareness is one of the first step and one of the key steps to change and I think examining the relationship is just the easiest baby step and it's easier in the mind because it just happened than like examining like trauma or something that happened like a few years ago or many years ago like the fact that it just happened just allows it to be more fresh and there's more emotion behind it so there's more possibility and easierness for release which will also create more space in your body and in your mind to implement changes and it's just such a beautiful time um such a beautiful time and then I would figure out what you have been holding back from the relationship what have you been holding back within yourself because of the relationship is more of the question like what do you truly want no matter how it affects others and like really examine like what you want out of life who do you want to be how do you want to show up in this world what change do you want to create what do you not love about yourself that you would like to change what do you love about yourself that you want to stay the same and then once you figure out what you truly want what you truly desire your goals write a list of like the top 10 things that you would like to see in your life maybe within like the next year or five years or 10 years like maybe write all of them and then pick something that is the least scary that you could probably manifest into your life the fastest and then figure out what steps need to achieve for this to happen so break it down like break it down like um say your goal is to you just want to be less reactive to people like maybe if someone 
says hey you dropped something you're just like what the fuck I can't believe you talked to me like you know just like overly dramatic like maybe you just want to be less reactive what's the first thing that you can do um maybe before you respond to someone when they talk to you out of nowhere you take five seconds to think or you take a deep breath once that happens maybe you can implement more meditation to really sit with your thoughts um maybe you can journal on where is this anger coming from where is this resentment coming from why do I get triggered when people talk to me in a certain way and then when you do react be like hmm why did I react right now like Am I in a certain type of mood? Observe what happened. Like, what's going on in my body? Is it the person? Like, does a person just annoy me? Is it the situation? Is the situation annoying me? Like, am I just, like, in a pissy mood today? Did I not eat this morning? Like, all that type of stuff. And then, find the vibration of you that already has it. So, think of the person of you who is less reactive. Like, what does she do differently? What? How do they react differently? How does he handle situations? What are they wearing? How how do they talk to people? What's their mood? What do they do in the day? What do they eat? And then start taking action on that. Start implementing that into your life. Start acting like you already have it and release the timeline. Release when this is going to happen and have faith that it will happen. Like use your pain and sadness from the relationship just as fuel to improve yourself to be a vibrational match to your dream self and for your dream partner when you get to that point of wanting to get in another relationship. Because I remember the start of my spiritual journey, it was initiated by an ending it was initiated by like a breakup type of thing we weren't fully in a relationship so I don't really call it a breakup but like I just remember feeling like so hurt and so lost and like that was also the time where I was like suicidal it was kind of like two breakups and one to be honest but I just knew that I needed a change I needed to do something different because I did not want to repeat the same mistakes and I was in like three different relationships with the same exact person that was just hurting me like it wasn't helping me or anything and I didn't want to stay where I was and so I was like I need to take action I need to be better I want to do better I was like at rock bottom and I knew that the only way I had to go was up and I was going to take it I was not going to let life pass me by I was not going to get in another same relationship and just keep doing the same thing over and over again I wanted something different and I knew that in order for me to want something different I need to be different because if I'm not different the things around me is not going to change and so the things that helped me the most I started journaling around this time and that was like so helpful I also got really into astrology which also was really helpful because like learning all about my birth chart and different like planets and like what their houses mean and even like how they correlate with each other it really showed me a shadow side of myself and showed me habits and beliefs about myself that I didn't even realize that I had until I was looking at my birth chart and until I was journaling and it just also really helped me because of some Someone who is more on the anxious side and keeping so many thoughts in their head having a place to write it down and to release the thoughts out of my head and onto paper just was so helpful and like therapeutic for me I also started doing journal prompts I mainly just did like a morning like journal prompt and I think I I don't know if I already have a whole episode on journaling. If I don't, I'm going to make one. If I do, then I'll put it in the show notes, but I probably need to do an updated one because I probably did that like forever ago. But journaling was the number one thing. I also did yoga for the longest time, but during this time that like it all happened, I didn't have space to do yoga because I moved back in with my mom. And so... I did meditation because I had space to do meditation and meditation really helped me. I was using Headspace at the time and I was doing like some of their like anxiety ones and everything. And then what else was I doing? I think those were like the big things that I was doing 
initially. And then I started slowly adding more and more and like watching people on YouTube who are doing like self-care, self-help, self-improvement. That also really helped. Like Rowena Thai is like one of my favorite YouTubers for that. Like productivity and just like just really examining. And then like I went to study abroad, which was super helpful. I also dyed my hair. Anytime I've gone blonde, it's always been post-breakup. Actually, no. No, yeah. I think anytime I gone blonde, it's been post, post, like, breakup. I do want to still go blonde. Like, I think it's just more, like, the timing. And one of them was actually because I was able to, like, my mom finally let me when I was, like, 17. And then the other two times... No, actually, one time it was not post-breakup. Yeah, no, I lied. One of them was not post-breakup, but two of them out of the three were. But I want to go blonde again. I love being blonde. I just can never maintain it because it is pretty expensive. And I also kind of like that it's like blonde and then goes to brown and then whatever. I don't know why I'm talking about my hair. But yeah, so just find things that you enjoy. Like, change things up a bit. Like, do things that, like, you wouldn't even imagine yourself doing and just like take the reins. And sorry if you hear padding. Cyrus is like kind of waking up. So I'm like padding his butt right now. So he goes back to sleep. But yeah. Other things that later helped me when I was in Japan was yoga every single day. Affirmations. Talking to ancestors. Therapy. Love therapy. I also did some tarot readings. If you want, I can do a tarot reading for you. Link in the show notes. Um, also reading a lot of self-help books really helped. Um, listening to audiobooks. Listening to podcasts. Podcasts were so helpful for me during that time um I just like surrounded myself with like who I wanted to be and like surrounded myself with people who are already what I would like to achieve and that just really inspired me and allowed me to create the action and initiate the change into my life um in a way that allowed me to align with my highest self and align me to my dream self because I just believe I just believed that better was going to happen I knew it was going to come and I did not want to be in rock bottom anymore and honestly do not wait till you are at rock bottom or until an ending or until a breakup like if it's happening use that as a natural start to a new beginning that aligns you more to your highest self with your dream self but if it is not happening you can do it today like you do not need a breakup you do not need an ending to start a new beginning you just need to do it and that's gonna naturally create an ending um that's why like a lot of times when we are going after our dream life it feels like our life is falling apart and it's because when we do create a new beginning an ending is naturally going to happen but the endings are necessary for life and to allow our dream self to materialize in front of our eyes and and it is just so important but it just means that everything is falling together instead of falling apart because your highest self your dream self that they already exist inside of you you are not worthy because of a partner and your partner does not define you and you do not need a partner to be happy let go release expectations and have trust affirmation of the week i am whole all by myself I use this change in my life to create a better life for me. I love who I am and I love who I am becoming. Thank you so much for listening. It truly means the world to me. And it would mean even more to me if you took the time to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give it a big five stars as it helps me reach even more people. If you want more content or to follow me behind the scenes, you can follow me on Instagram at Valerie Joanne or on TikTok at Valerie Joanne. Two R's in Valerie, two N's in Joanne. And if you have the desire to work with me, you can also see all my current offers linked below in the show notes. And just thank you again. I love and appreciate you so much. And always remember you are worth and you are loved. Bye.